Share Care, helping you. Get younger, get guidance, get better care, get smart, get fit. Radio MD presents Share Care Radio with Daria Long Gillespie, MD. Hi, this is Dr. Daria. Welcome back. There are always so many different healthcare fads or tips or easy, quick tricks that we're told are the ways to health. Now, my next guest has spent his entire career dissecting those workout nutrition tips to really find what's the best for your body type, your fitness goals, and your ultimate health. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He's a former editorial director of Live Strong and fitness editor of Men's Health. And now he's the founder of Born Fitness. He's also called one of the most influential people in health, it's Adam Bornstein. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me today. How are you doing? I am great. I don't have all the snow that you're going to get to ski in in Denver right now, so I'm very jealous, but uh, really glad we can get you on. Now, I remember reading, we talked, I talked, I started off talking about fads. I heard that you've even tried a shake weight and pink dumbbells to impress a girl. I take it you don't do those anymore. Uh, No, I think I He's wise enough to stop doing that, but I think it's either from trying everything from being in this industry or trying everything out of in, out of interest, or mm-hmm. just of a, as a matter of sometimes you don't know until you try. Pretty much mm-hmm. tried everything that is involved in fitness, and uh, it's, it's a pretty interesting landscape because a lot of different things work for different peoples, and mm-hmm. some just don't work at all. Yeah, there are those that just really don't help anyone. So how, you know, what made you change from saying, let me just keep trying the next thing to really having a philosophy about what works? What was a catalyst? I think what happened was when I started focusing and breaking down when I would train clients. So I used to work with clients and train them one-on-one. And, you know, in our industry, in the industry of me creating content, when I was, you know, an editor for Men's Health or mm-hmm. running Livestrong.com, or now when I create content for all the different websites or media brands, everyone is always looking for that magic bullet. Mm-hmm. And it can be very dangerous because sometimes, you know, that magic bullet is a magic bullet for one person and not for someone else. And when mm-hmm. you start breaking down what happens from one person to another, and then you start looking at the research, you realize that a lot of different things work. And mm-hmm. that's very frustrating for a lot of people because we just want that, that gold standard, that yeah. one Just option. tell me what to do. Right. Just tell me what to do and I will do it. And the hardest thing is, and it makes complete sense if you think about it logically, we all have different bodies. We all have different genetics. We all have different habits in terms of how we like to exercise or how Mm -hmm. we sleep or the foods that we eat. And all of these factors combined will influence what's going to work for you in terms of achieving your health goals. And it's the reason why one person might go on a diet. It might help them achieve their ideal weight. You might try it. Mm-hmm. the exact same way, do everything perfectly, and you don't see any benefit whatsoever. Yeah. And, and a lot of people will turn inward and be like, what is wrong with right. me? And mm-hmm. it's not, or it's like, or diets just don't work. And right. it's, a, it's a hard reality, but when people open up their minds to the fact that it's almost a game of trial and error in terms of figuring out what works for them. And there are some, you know, kind of uh, methods that you can go out to figure out what would work best for you. But understanding that it's not just one turnkey solution, mm-hmm. uh, it can remove a lot of stress because then yeah. you know that, hey, if this diet doesn't sound good to me, it doesn't mean you have to go that route. Or if this exercise yeah. routine just doesn't seem realistic, you don't have to feel like you don't have an option to get in shape. It just means you have mm-hmm. to find another option that might work for you. You know, I like what you said earlier about, you know, the magic bullet and how there's not one and how if somebody tries a diet or some fitness plan and it doesn't work for them, it doesn't mean that they need to, like you said, turn it internally and say that I failed at this. They actually need to flip it and say, okay, this didn't work for me. I, 
this failed me. I need to find something different. I think it's an important lesson, I think, in general in life, is that, you know, oftentimes we look at failure as a negative reflection of ourselves, mm-hmm. whether it's in work or in relationships or, or with exercise and diet. And oftentimes, you know, failure is an inevitable part of any person's path to success. Mm-hmm. And it will come in different shapes, sizes, experiences. But with diet or fitness, no one is not capable of improving those elements. But sometimes it's going to be more work for a certain person, or sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a matter of they haven't found what works for them. And once you do mm-hmm. that, and you oftentimes have to consider lifestyle factors that just make it almost like a pragmatic approach. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is, let's take a very popular diet, one being the paleo diet. All right? Mm-hmm. Think of what mm-hmm. you want of Everyone's paleo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, think what you want of it, you know, one way or another. And, you know, I definitely have thoughts on it. It can be effective. It cannot be effective. But if you take someone, for instance, who absolutely positively loves pasta or loves right. eating bread, they might go on the paleo diet and see some initial success. But mm-hmm. the true measure of a successful diet is always going to be sustainability and consistency. Because yeah. just as no one puts on weight in four weeks, no one's going to lose all of that weight in four weeks. Right. We, we work in an industry where everyone's trying to get that quick four-week fix, mm-hmm. which is a lot of smoke and mirrors. So you have right. to think about, all right, this isn't going to happen in four weeks. This is probably going to happen in four months or six right. months. Right. And does the idea of removing my two favorite foods, bread and pasta, in this scenario sound realistic? Probably not. And no, it doesn't mean it sounds awful, especially sounds, for months. Yes, Right. So if you don't mm-hmm. like those foods, that could be a perfect option for you. And from a lifestyle viewpoint, mm-hmm. it's going to be more likely you can stay consistent on it. You, mm-hmm. It can be sustainable. And if you're able to stay on that path for that four to six months, you're probably going to see results. If not, you're going to become miserable. You're going yeah. to become irritable. You're going to feel like the diet is a burden to you. And it's that simple matchup. If it's someone, any diet that is telling you that you must completely remove everything that you love <laughs> for a long period of time, how realistic that you're going to say that this is no. It's a good approach for me. And that's not, <laughs> this is why people yo-yo diets as well. They yeah. say, I'm going to do it for four weeks. Mm-hmm. They do it for four weeks. They lose all this weight, and then they go off it, and then the weight spikes up even more than before, them. and they end up more frustrated in the first place. So oftentimes yeah. you just have to look at it from, is this a good fit for me? So, Adam, tell me, you spent years trial and error. What are a couple of tips that can help people learn from your trial and error to help them shortcut and find those things that would really fit their lifestyle? I think it's... It, it, it starts with the lifestyle. Let's look at fitness behaviors. Now, I'm mm-hmm. a big advocate of weight training, but I also am willing to tell anyone that weight training is not the only way that you can lose mm-hmm. lose fat. It's just the most efficient. So if you know that you don't love weight training and mm-hmm. or you don't love any activity at all, so you're completely sedentary, starting out expecting to go to the gym three to four times per week to lift weights in what might be an intimidating environment is just a mistake. And this mm-hmm. is coming from a person who loves lifting weights. We'll prescribe it for men, women, young, old. Mm-hmm. It, there's so many benefits to resistance training, but I also know that you almost need to always start with what is the simplest possible solution that almost seems impossible to fail. Now, think about that. Mm-hmm. When we set goals, a lot of times we, we do it as if we want to make that goal so big. Mm-hmm. But behavioral change doesn't work that way. When I create fitness plans or diet plans or even think about creating content, that people will read. I want to think mm-hmm. about what is the minimum effective dose that someone can take that will start them to change mm-hmm. because we are creatures of reinforcement. If we change a little yeah. bit, we believe that we can change a right. lot. Mm-hmm. And we want to make people believe. So 
whether you're starting with a fitness program or a diet program, don't start with such a huge step that it's almost too much for you to bite off. If a program tells you you have to work out five days a week and you know because of your work schedule you can't do it five days a week, find one that's going to start with two to three days, two to three mm-hmm. days a week. If you don't like lifting weights, find something where it's just going for a walk for 20, 30 minutes. Once you mm-hmm. do that, then you can build on that with your diet. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will get caught up with you have to count macronutrients, how many calories, how many carbs, how many proteins, how many fats. All of that works, but for a lot of people, it just sounds like a lot of jargon. It's very overwhelming. So start with basic habits, a basic habit that is very effective. People, Most people do not eat enough protein in your diet, so try and have a little bit of protein with each meal. Protein is very it's more metabolically efficient. If you think about carbohydrates, when you eat a carbohydrate, about 3 to 5% of that might be metabolized, whereas protein, up to 30% of it can be metabolized. Mm-hmm. So any protein that you eat, it's going to burn up more. Or we all know fruits and vegetables are good for you. If you don't eat any of them at all, start by just trying to have you know, a serving with each meal or a serving or two each day mm-hmm. and build off of that. So when it comes to the personalization, the first step is always making sure that you can build on something that you're able to do consistently whether it's in the gym or out of the gym or, you know, with the foods that you eat. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, and also, so it's kind of baby steps and each time you succeed, you feel that internal reward and you're probably getting a little bit of a, you're getting some health benefits from it as well. And then that enables you to build on that. So it's really more of a building block philosophy. Right. Because I mean, at the end of the day, fitness and diet, it, People will get hung up like, oh, I'm not on a diet. I have a lifestyle. And yes, it's, it's all semantics. But mm-hmm. these things, these behaviors are things that ideally you want to do for a while. Some people want to have six-pack abs. And if that's your goal, that's fine. But it's, mm-hmm. it's an aesthetic basis. Most of us, we just want to live long. We want to feel right. good. We want to be able to, I, I just had a newborn son. I want to be able to play with my son and not have yes. back pain mm-hmm. or you know, be healthy for a long time for him. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are just based on what do I need to do so I can feel good and perform well. Perform well might even be having energy at work or clarity Mm -hmm. of mind. And oftentimes people fail because they just try and do too much too soon. Mm -hmm. And if you look at this as something that's going to build on each other month over month, year over year, so it doesn't have to feel like such a drain, we always put timelines on things. And I'm a big believer in setting goals, but when you set a a timeline on how long I have to be active or how long Mm -hmm. I should eat well, you're basically right. just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. The reality is, and I tell every single person this, I've never built a diet plan where someone can't have dessert. Right. But, I mean, you're that, thinking it's for life. It's right. I, you, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I love dessert. I love cheesecake. I love cookies. I love cakes. I love all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I can just get people to initially build the habits so they become consistent, so it's not so hard. Some people find it impossible to fit protein in their diet or to fit vegetables. Right. If I can just teach you how to that. do that. I can tell you that, hey, 80% of the time in any given day, not even in a week, in any given day, you can you know, eat these healthy foods 20% of the time. Eat what you want. Yeah. Have a little Maybe. snacks. Have a little indulgences. And I'm telling you, you're going to look it. great. You're going to feel great. You're going to be fine. And it's the same thing with yeah. and, and exercise. You're going to be happier, too. Now, I, you mentioned there your driver of wanting to you know, be around to energy to lift up your little newborn son. I have a daughter, and it's amazing how much of a motivator that is just to stay healthy and have energy. How do people find their own motivations? Because it's so crucial, just like what works for somebody from a diet or fitness plan, what drives one person to be healthy is going to be entirely different from somebody else. How can we find that? I think what starts start by asking yourself, you know, what is most 
important to you. A lot of people ask me, how do I get motivated to do it? And for me, it's, you know, I just look at myself in the mirror and I, I kind of picture what I want my life to be like, what it's like now, and what might be standing in the way. And for every single person, mm-hmm. it's something different. And mm-hmm. rarely is it a, a feeling of, you know, something that, you know, might be sold in the magazines. And that's not to knock on those. Listen, I listen right for every single magazine that you could imagine from the health and fitness standpoint, and they create mm-hmm. great content. Mm-hmm. But the missing piece there is if I read if I read this information and I become empowered and I become educated, what is preventing me from taking action? And mm-hmm. it usually is that motivation piece. And a lot of people will blame willpower, but the reality is willpower is actually a real thing that's in limited supply. And willpower comes from a region in our brain that controls all of our main tasks in the day. So you mm-hmm. need willpower to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work. You need willpower to decide to eat meals. You need willpower to not blow up at your boss. Mm-hmm. All of these things drain your willpower. Mm-hmm. So when it comes time to have to force yourself to go to the gym at 8 p.m., sometimes it's no, it's right. no coincidence There's that you don't left. have it if you're trying to rely on willpower. Mm-hmm. So what you instead want to do is almost focus on the areas of your life that mean the most to you. And then from that, you ask, where are you now and where do you want to be? And that gap that exists in almost any way, shape, or form is going to be influenced by your health because mm-hmm. how you feel and what you do is going to be influenced by your health. So in terms of finding that motivation, it doesn't have to be like, I want to be the best-looking person in the room or have the biggest muscles or lose the most amount of fat. You should see that health, fitness, nutrition is a vehicle. It is a component, mm-hmm. not the only component, but a, but a big piece of the pie of what is going to allow you to do the things that you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I think we look at ourselves and realize that we, we're just not living the life that we want mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Right. And, and that's often, a good point. And Go oftentimes ahead. the deficit starts with the health. And, and mm-hmm. you change that, it can change a lot. It can just get things moving in motion. No, and you make an exceptional point because studies have shown that when people were trying to you know, get healthy and those who said my driver is to get my thighs thinner were you know, much less likely to be able to sustain anything than people who were doing it for you know, their health to have more energy, to be able to be more productive or for their family. All of those, again, you're talking about things that are sustainable and our thighs will not drive us to make a healthy change for the next 50 years. Not at all. And it, it, to a lot of people, it, it sounds a little touchy-feely, lovey-dovey. But with all the clients that I work with, and I still do online coaching where I, where I work with clients one-on-one, mm-hmm. so much of what I do is, yes, giving them diet plans, giving them fitness plans, and allowing them to see success. A lot of us have only this set expectation of what success is. And maybe it's looking like someone on the cover of a magazine. But progress shows itself in so many different ways. And if you mm-hmm. learn to see success where oftentimes you would avoid it, you learn to just feel better about yourself. I, I have a client who I've helped lose more than 200 pounds. So her weight loss is what you would think would be most impressive. But what has been the best is just how she deals with adversity. When she wasn't losing weight, we would talk about, well, did you, you, know, did you follow the steps of you know, making sure you got enough sleep? Did you make sure that when you were stressed or you had anxiety, you did an activity that allowed you to at least deal with that? Did you surround yourself with the people that you love in your life? And mm-hmm. what these things do is it makes you feel better about yourself because we all know that at some point the aesthetic is going to change. We all age. We all get older. Mm-hmm. The, the standard for beauty will change in your own eyes, will change in the, you know, in the eyes of society. 
And it is a very short-term goal. What won't change is how you feel about yourself. What won't change is how you deal with yourself when you are frustrated or sad or upset or as you get older or as you realize that maybe six-pack abs just aren't for your body, but you could still be the strongest person in the gym or you can still be incredibly fit or you can run a marathon. Mm -hmm. And it's those internal thoughts that we do that oftentimes prevent us from staying on a diet or going to the gym or working out because we beat ourselves up because we feel bad because... We have this set expectation that success looks like one thing, mm-hmm. whereas success is it's around us every single day. Every single day, you're probably doing things that could be considered a barometer of success, something that is healthy for you, something that is good for you. And mm-hmm. if, once you learn to recognize that, it becomes easier to build on those habits, and it becomes a lot easier to feel better about yourself. So much of us stay away from the gym because we just feel mm-hmm. that we're disgusting or ugly, and we all have those feelings. Some of the most fit people in the world, the people you look at, they're like, they have it so easy. Those are the people that oftentimes <laughs> psychologically struggle uh-huh. with it the most because they've set such a high standard for themselves. And they're so controlling with everything that, mm-hmm. well, to the outside world, they might look great. Oftentimes, they, they struggle internally because of the pressure to look mm-hmm. that way or the, or the methods they yeah. have to go to to look that way. Where They don't even have to do that necessarily to go to that step. But if they or anyone could have a better mindset. I don't know anything that's healthier than having a healthy mind. Yeah, and, and you're right. Everybody has their own challenges and their struggles. There's no one group that has it easy, even if they may look like it on the outside. That's really a great point. I love that. And, you know, that progress shows itself in so many ways. In our last, you know, minute and a minute and a half, Adam, t- give everybody a tip that you're going to be trying to do yourself in the upcoming year for your own health and that they can try. The biggest one for me is sleep. I uh, Ah, am terrible. I know how important sleep is. The last book I wrote, we spent two chapters talking about the value of sleep and how much Mm -hmm. it ages you and breaks you down. And I'm someone who, in my own business, I know that I can get away with three, four hours of sleep and be just fine. You're a short sleeper. But I know at the same time how terrible it is for me. Uh Just because I can perform or I can work and it doesn't affect how I interact with the people in my life doesn't mean that I'm not doing damage internally. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. sleep is one of those things, especially when you're looking at people from a weight loss standpoint. Yeah. If you want to know the easiest change that you can make that affects all the hormones that influence how you gain or lose, gain or lose weight, it's make sure you get enough sleep. It is that simple. Focus on getting mm-hmm. seven to eight hours of sleep. Make it a priority. And, I mean, it's, it's that yeah. simple, but I can't tell you what a big impact it will have. All right. Okay. We'll all be trying to focus more on our sleep. I'm going to hold you to that, Adam. I'm going to check in on you in a couple of months. Please Again. do. I, I need, <laughs> accountability is always great. Perfect. Thank you so much. This was really fantastic. And all of our listeners, you can find more from Adam at bornfitness.com or tweet him at bornfitness or Facebook bornfitness and find his books, The Women's Health Big Book of Abs and The Men's Health Big Book of Abs and the latest Man 2.0 Engineering the Alpha, a real world a real world guide to an unreal life. This is Dr. Daria and you're listening to Share Care Radio on Radio MD, where we help you be your healthiest you. Remember, follow us on Twitter at Dr. Daria and at Share Care Inc. Thanks for listening and stay well.